Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
my mommies and poppies, this is Yanni, your DJ and Dance Chunky, otherwise known as the DJ Dime, here with your dose of dime. Yanni, your DJ and dance junkie, thank you for tuning in to the Bachelor News Radio Network. Um, Please know that our chat lines and our phone lines are open and free for any questions or comments. The number is 646-929-0130. So today our topic is breaking up, moving on. So more importantly, moving away from the breakup, that is one of the most important things. Breaking up actually is pretty, pretty easy, especially when you get into an argument, but it's the actual moving forward that kind of makes everybody crazy. Okay, so today's topic may not hit everyone the same, but it's it's something that everybody has felt at least one time or another, with the exception, of course, to those who have met their soulmates earlier in life and by that, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, what a wonderful thing to be in love and loved by the love of your life. My father was one of those people. He said that, you know, when he saw my mother, he knew that was his soulmate. And so that's kind of been a hard struggle for me because I'm always looking for that. But I would like to say on behalf of the rest of us who are still struggling to get a text back, that we wish you people that have found your soulmate continued love along your journey, mixed in with a handful of paper cuts under hand sanitizer. (laughs) Okay, of course, I mean that with all love, right? (laughs) So after a breakup, we will get more into um, some, after a break, we will get more into some of the pitfalls um, that can set us up during a breakup. And before we do that, let's pause for the cause and talk about the breakup. So when I was married, I was very, very diplomatic about what are good reasons to kind of sever a relationship, okay? Um, I always thought it could be worked through, and I still kind of feel that way. It just depends on the level of work that people are wanting to do. So for that, meaning like there were three main reasons for me. It was either beating or it was cheating or it was stealing. So, I mean, uh, these are kind of um, – unspoken rules kind of in a relationship. If your significant other is putting his hands on you or her hands on you, they're berating you, they're verbally abusing you, they're mentally abusing you, they're isolating you, they're shutting you off, that's obviously a reason for you to start seeking to separate from them. If your significant other has stepped out of the relationship to entertain someone else without prior consent or informing you because, of course, those relationships do exist, Yeah, that's the reason to look at stepping out, moving forward. If your significant other has stolen from you, has stolen from your family, and what I mean by that, please be clear, is if you guys are on a tight budget and struggling and he's going out or she's going out and gambling or whatever, that's also stealing from the household. Anything that puts your household into any kind of debt or detriment, that's stealing from the household. You start looking at... I mean, first, obviously, look at trying to get your person some help, but start looking at the front door. I mean, that's that's a no-brainer. But that was when I was married, 
as I've gotten out and I've kind of dated a little bit, I now realize there are other reasons why it is that you would want to break up. Personality conflicts are a thing. Listen, if you guys do not vibe, if all you do is argue over like the salt, that's a problem. And even this is and this is after you've done the whole bank account thing. Once you've done the bank accounting, of course, you know, you start looking at different things. Okay, so why is it that we argue so much? I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. Maybe it just is that your personalities do not match. And unfortunately, they could be a super person. Doesn't mean that they're the person for you. So that is also a thing. And people get guilt tripped up about that as well because there are some good people out there, but your personalities just won't mesh. So. But that being said, that's an okay thing to say. So if it was one of these things, I felt like if it were not one of these things, like the beating, the cheating, or the stealing, I I used to feel like you could work it out. And I still kind of do feel that way. I feel like with counseling, with therapy, with both parties being invested, you could work anything out. So with that being said, now that is 10 years later, and then I've gone through a lot of life lessons vicariously, of course, you know, um, being that I am a therapist. Um, I've noted that um, there are a lot of different reasons why people will break up, okay? So definitely my opinion has changed over the course of the years. I've actually had to break up because our personalities just clashed. What they thought was important was not what I thought were important. We were not in alignment. And as I'm getting older, that is more of what it is that I seek. I want to be aligned. So alignment kind of means your goals are not necessarily the same, but they complement each other. They're not asking you to step out of your goal to help them with theirs. That's a thing. And vice versa, you don't need them to accomplish the things that you need to accomplish, that you guys complement each other, that what they do naturally enhances what it is that you do. That's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, it, it is a thing. And I had, I've had to let people go, and it's, it's sad. So now then, you know, I've, I've kind of approached this in my therapy practice or my coaching practice. People tend to ask me, you know, about their relationships. I do not ever tell anyone to terminate their relationship ever. And I'm going to tell you why, with the exception of the three things that we mentioned earlier, the beating, the cheating, and the stealing. Um, what I would rather do is give you tools to help you figure out whether or not it's time to walk away. So. The, the To end a relationship, that question needs to begin and end with you, not your friends, not your family, not even your therapist. They can give you pro. They should give you pros and cons. They should give you things so that you can help map it out. They can't even enable you or or help you, empower you to map it out yourself. But to tell you outright, girl, you need to let him go. Eh, that should be your decision. Because all relationships are different, and they're all made differently. And, you guys, everybody vibes differently. So just because somebody's relationship looks a certain way and yours does not, does not mean that theirs is right, and it definitely doesn't mean that yours is right either. It's different, okay? So when I talk about pros and cons, I want everybody to understand that you have to be fair in your pros and cons. So what does that mean? 
So you list pros and cons. Pros are obviously things that are positive about the relationship, the things that you like, and then you weigh them against the things that you don't like, the cons, okay, the positives versus the negatives. One, split a paper in half and start writing. Now, I do want you to understand that if somebody is dependable, like I could call them right now, they'll drop everything, they'll go pick up my kid, or they'll give me money, that is huge. That is something that you don't find every day. It cannot be on a list sitting next to they don't the problem. It cannot be next to she spends too much money on her nails. If she is dependable, then that's somebody you need to hold on to. You want to hold on to. So being fair in your assessment of what it is that you guys, you know, what is what is important to you, because, again, I need you to remember that all relationships are individual. So what I mean by that is if it's important to you, that's what you want to put on the list in the positive. It may not be important to you. Somebody going to church may be very important to a couple or to a person, and it may not be important to someone else, and that's okay. So make sure that your pros and cons list is absolutely only yours. And if going to church, not going to church, or going to church is a con, then put that on there. For me, I'll be honest with you, if they're extra religious, like, I mean, what I would consider a Bible beater, it's something that goes on my con list because that, to me, arguments, and I don't like arguments. I do not like drama. So that would go on my con list versus my pros being open-minded and receptive, communicating well. That's a pro. Those are beautiful pros. Even in the midst of miscommunication, um, being able to communicate is an absolute pro. I mean, you got you to gotta know it is, is a lot of people don't get that. So if you have someone that can openly, honestly communicate with you and not fight with you all the time, that is a beautiful thing. So I do want to, like, there was this one quote that one of my friends had given me. Um, It was a long time ago. I used to live in St. Louis um, and live with my cousin and her husband. And, you know, I know my cousin and I love her to death and I miss her very dearly. But um, her husband, we called him Baba Jay. And his one quote that he has said to me has stuck with me kind of almost all my life now. And he said, please know that um, every person comes with drama. But at the end of the day, you can lay your crusty toenails next to their crusty toenails. Then it's a good relationship. So what does that mean? Let's explore that just a little bit. Everybody comes with drama, a certain amount of drama. The person you're looking at, doesn't matter who it is. They all come with a certain amount of drama. So you have to be willing to sit and think about, is this an okay level of drama for me? Like, I will be honest with you, I cannot do five babies and, you know, 15 baby mamas. That's a problem for me. Again, it goes back to I don't like drama. I like smooth, peaceful communication. I don't like bringing anything less than peace into my home. I'm very protective about my space. So that's something that I can't deal with. People arguing and fighting all the time, I can't do it. Can't do it. So what is important to you? You have to make sure that that's, that that's the thing. And what can you not tolerate? Like some, we were talking about it on a radio show. Like some people were talking about how the um, 
There are women who wear weave, and then there are women who do not. And there are some guys that absolutely they do not want their woman wearing weave or excessive makeup or showing their skin, and that's fine. But to a person who's okay with that, it's a it's a different compromise. So you guys kind of get it, right? At the end of the day, if what it is they bring with drama, whether it be unemployment, whether it be slight anger issues, because all of these things that are in the right context are acceptable. If you make enough money to support you and your husband, why is it that it's a problem that he, you know, unfortunately can't hold a job? Maybe he should be the house husband. And I have friends who have relationships like that, not that their man can't hold a job, but it was more financially feasible for the woman to be the breadwinner. And so the guy, he took care of the kids, which is a beautiful thing, I thought. So make sure your relationship works for you. Do not look outside of yourself. Do not look at social media and be like, listen, it should be like this. It shouldn't. It is what it is. Your relationship is what it is. And I got to tell you, if you're making it work, it's a beautiful thing. All right, so a couple of things that I wanted to make sure that we talked about. I got too much incense going on in here. Who's trying to vibe? Never break up in the middle of a fight. As a matter of fact, don't break up after a fight either. You want to give yourself time, a lot of time, to sit and think about the situation. So what do I mean by that, sitting and thinking about the situation? You never want to make a long-term decision based on short-term action, okay? Short-term emotions. If you're going to be okay next week with what happened, don't break up. Don't make any long-term decisions based on short-term emotion. A fight is a fight. And if you're okay by the next day and you broke up with them, you might have damaged your relationship. So take that time to think about it before you move forward. It is definitely a thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Don't forget that the phone lines are open at 646-929-0130. And if you're listening to me online, the chat room is also open. So I'm hoping that you guys are putting in your comments, your questions. I would love to address them. We got no comments, no questions last week. So I have nothing to address. But I would love to hear from you, love to hear what you think. And I do want to remind you, again, I'm always a proponent of positive, healthy relationships, eating, cheating, and stealing, that is not a good thing, okay? Also, if you need to break up with somebody that is um, definitely a good person, but they're just not for you, do not allow that guilt to trip you up, okay? You want somebody that handles business with you. You want somebody who is aligned with the business that you handle, and you also want to make sure your goals are aligned and that if you grow, they grow with you. Okay, so it's time for a quick break. You are listening to A Dose of Dime with Yanni, the DJ, and Dan Snucky on the Bachelor News Radio Network. Greetings and great day, everyone. I am Elder Janelle Strickland, host of the Life Cafe Radio Broadcast from Maximizing Life Family Worship Center. I invite you to tune in every Saturday from 5 to 6 p.m. Tune in, maximize your life with the Word of God, and be blessed. Only on the Bachelor News Radio Network. So I want to make sure.
sure that we go back over some of the things that we uh, talked about before the break. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Bachelor News Radio Network. Our phone lines are open at 646-929-0130, and the chat room is open. So I would love to hear some comments, questions, or whatever from you guys whenever you are ready. And thank you for tuning in to A Dose of the Dime because it's just like a dose of medicine. I just want to talk about some things and make sure that everybody, we're on the same page, right? So let's do a recap. So we talked about earlier today that there are obviously three things that I want you to be aware of that is absolutely okay to say, forget this, and walk away. It's beating, cheating, and stealing. Now, and when I say beating, I'm not just talking about physical abuse. I am talking about physical abuse. I'm talking about emotional abuse. I'm talking about mental abuse. I'm talking about isolation. I'm talking about berating um, emasculation, these things, it it is absolutely okay if somebody makes you feel less than to walk away. Absolutely, okay? And I also wanted to talk about making sure that before you walk away, you make your pros and cons list to make sure it's worth it. Sometimes the little issue that you have is not worth it. I think we we watched that one movie, um, Why Did I Get Married?, And they talked about the 80-20 rule. And let me tell you, that will trip people up. They forget the good pieces that people do for them. They're not getting. What kind of movie would it have been if Mike had actually listened to Sheila and actually been, like, more of a stand-up guy for her? I mean, well, we wouldn't get the fine sheriff, but, you know, we're not going to talk about that. Anyway, so want to make sure that your your pros and cons list is Um, applicable, meaning that you're not putting something huge up there that's a pro next to something piddly that's a con, and vice versa. So if every time you leave your purse in the room, $20 is missing from it, you don't put that next to, well, he texts me right back. That's that's not comparable, you know. So you want to make sure that your pros and your cons list is comparable and, and that you look at everything, not just from a standpoint of, well, I want to keep him. Well, I want to keep him is going to keep you in a relationship that might be toxic. So that's something that you want to look at too, all right? And the last thing that I absolutely want to push forward is do not use short-term emotion to make long-term decisions. I have seen people break up over some of the silliest stuff and then try to get back, and now some of the relationship has been damaged because once you break up, there's some hurt that goes with that. And once you've damaged the relationship, it is harder to repair. It is actually far easier to build trust and emotion from nothing than it is to build trust and emotion once trust has been damaged. So do not jump into breaking up. Do not fly off the handle and start running your mouth. And I love you guys, but don't go don't jump off the handle. Uh, and run your mouth and, oh, my God, we'll forget you. I don't want to see you again. Make sure that you're being clear about what it is that you're saying, okay? (laughs) Make sure that you've thought about it. You've decided that this is not the relationship and then then move forward with breaking up with them. But do not make short-term, do not make long-term decisions based on short-term emotions. Sleep on it. Think about it. Pros and cons it. Make sure it's something that you want to do. Okay, so bottom line, let's go into the what if. You are sure. You have thought about it. You've done your list. You're moving forward. 
What are some of the pitfalls that you can fall into? What what keeps us stuck in toxic relationships? <clears throat> I mean, besides good sex, because that's the thing too. Listen, what are some of the pitfalls? Definitely, my number one pitfall on my list is the what ifs. So I don't know if you're clear on what what ifs are, but what ifs are what keep you know, women who are in uh, domestic violence situations stuck. What if he changes? What if she's for real? What if they mean, what it is that they say? What if everything could just go back to the way it was? What if are that, that space and time where we fell in love and we get stuck there and we want our relationship to be back there? And sometimes it's just not. What ifs are going to, well, well, unfortunately, what ifs are what get women killed? What ifs are what get men broke? Because they want to, they get stuck in that one space and time where the love was real good. So the reason why uh, it takes women at least seven attempts to leave a domestic violence situation or even um, anyone in our LGBTQ plus community, it takes them, uh, you know, at least seven attempts to leave a domestic violence or intimate partner violence um, situation. It's because of the what ifs, the honeymoon, the honeymoon after a domestic violence situation, it's beautiful. And so you want to make sure that you are being clear. Honeymoon is a honeymoon. It, it ends. So let's move on. Another thing that can, ha- can kind of trip you up is the guilt tripping. And what I mean by guilt tripping is your kids, man. Do you think, and I think we had a caller on the group show where he was like, I don't want to leave because I have my kids and they're, you know, they're looking at me and I want them, you know, I want to stay for them and make sure they're happy. Uh, let me tell you, as a social worker, your kids will be happy when you are happy. If you are not happy and you are stuck in a domestic violence relationship or any type of relationship where you are unhappy, they're going to be unhappy and they're going to see it. Also, you are their center of love. What you show them is what they look for. So if you show them you taking abuse, if you're their primary parent, if you're the person that they you know choose, they're going to take abuse. They will be the abuser. So what you want to do is make sure that this, the decision you make is good for you. Do not allow your family to trip you up. I'll be honest with you, that was one of the things for me was that <clears throat> my parents were married till death did they part, and I wanted to, you know, do that same thing for my children because I felt like it was healthy, and it is very healthy. But if your family, if your relationship is not healthy, if you are not happy, if there are things going on that could disrupt everything, this is not a good way to move forward. Checking your assets. If you are tied into a house or a car or even a pet, because I've heard that too, there are certain things you're just going to have to let go. Do not guilt trip over we've done this and now I'm stuck. You're not stuck. You can move away. You may have to start over, but you can do it. It's easily done. Women do it all the time. Men do it all the time. So you don't have to be stuck. So that's a, number two is guilt tripping. Number three, cruising social media. Why is this a problem? I have what I call in my breakup boot camp, the radio silence portion of your breakup. So what does that mean? You do not talk to them. You don't look for them. You don't go on their social media. Radio silence. Like this is a term they used like in um, World War II when there was no chatter on the radios. It was an attempt to confuse people. No chatter at all. 
okay? Radio silence means you don't look for them. You're not asking their family about them. You don't want to know about them. Your lives need to be as far removed from this person as possible. And, again, I'm going to go back and say this is if you have decided and this is the best thing for you. If you're undecided and you're going back and forth, there's no point in even doing it. So there's no contact. And even if you guys are co-parenting, it is very by the book. You ask a question, you expect, accept thing but the answer. If you get, accept anything other than the answer, you can, you're going to continue to get other stuff besides a straight answer. What you accept is what you can expect. So be clear about your boundaries. What you accept is what you can expect, okay? Asking, for, asking too many people for advice. Listen, social media, our friends, are, as much as they love us, and I, I know they love us, they can get in our way. They can get in our way and they can mess us up. I advise people to get what I call a recovery crew, one or two people. You let them know what's going on. You let them know what you need. Now, for me, I was like, look, my, I need support. Um, I might need babysitters. Here's what's going on. And I, I explained it to them. And my friends were very loving and very compassionate and checked me when I was wrong. When I did stuff out of short-term emotion, they checked me when I was wrong. So you want friends, and I mean real friends, that are accountable to you, that will not run your business in the street, that will just be there for you when you need them, when you need to. Because, I mean, there's going to be times when you're going to have that what I call a gut punch moment, and you need to cry. Or, or hug or talk about what's going on. Your recovery crew wisely. Asking too many people for advice, asking random people for advice, asking people who don't really care about you is going to mess you up. They're going to give you bad advice and you're going to be in, you're going to get into trouble. And what I mean by trouble is you're going to get back with them. Trying to talk about your feelings. Some people need closure, and closure is good. Don't get me wrong. If you can get closure without there being a setback, absolutely do it. But for most of us, closure ends up with us being right back where we started. You say your piece. That is your closure. Once you have decided that you're leaving, that's your closure. If you still want to know why, why is actually really none of your business. Because it's theirs. And even if they explained it to you in a way that you understood, you still would not understand. So I need you to understand that, yeah, You don't want to do it. Just stay out of that arena. Another one is getting back out there too soon. Most studies say you need to give yourself three months before you get back out there. But, of course, if if you already had somebody waiting in standby, it is what it is. I'm not here to judge anybody's situation. But they say in order for you to go out there healthy, it should be around about three months. And then some people even say for however many years you were with the person, you need to allow a month. So if you were with this person for five years, you need to allow yourself five months. And, again, this is just a, a, an estimate. So what can you do to help yourself? Okay? <laughs> Talk about that. Utilize your recovery crew. Go on trips. Go out. Get a makeover. <laughs> Do these things. Find yourself. Find things to do that make you happy. So for me, I'll be honest with you, I threw myself right back into Zumba dance is something that has always been a thing. Music is something that has always been a thing for me. Keep yourself busy. Keep yourself busy. 
Because when me and a debt you're not and you start languishing and you start thinking about it and then you want to go check the Facebook page and then you see they have a new boo, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Radio silence, no contact. And then another thing is grant yourself grace. If you have made this decision to move forward, it is okay. You do not have to be bound up in yourself about what it is that you've decided. No one else has to live your life but you. No one else has the right to make a good decision for you but you. So do not allow people to tell you what you should do. What you should do is do what's best for you, okay? So therapy is also a thing that you can do. Now, I'll be honest. I'm a therapist. I'm a social worker uh, at nature, and I would be the first person to tell you I, I agree 100% that everybody needs therapy. Everybody needs that one person that they can come to in a non-judgmental fashion and just feel whatever it is is going on to them. Most of us have girlfriends, and they serve the case, but some of us don't. So something to, that you can think on. I did want to end this with another affirmation because affirmations are good things, positive things that we could say to ourselves to get us in a, a better space. So I'm going to leave you with four. And it's something that I say kind of um, all together. I say, I am happy. I am healthy. I am safe. I am enough. I am happy. I am healthy. I am safe. And I am enough. If you have anxiety, the I am safe one is very important. And I am enough helps you work on your self-esteem. So, again, let me say it one more time. I am happy, I am healthy, I am safe, and I am enough. Dealing with the breakup can sometimes mess with your self-esteem, so I want to make sure that you understand that you are enough. So with that, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Please be sure to check out my social media. I'm on all forms, uh, keyword to DJ Dime. And with that, my loves, I am so thankful that you tuned in. And please hit me up next time, same time, next Friday. And we will have, uh, hopefully I'll get some comments and we can address that next, next week. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And thank you for tuning in to the Bachelor News Radio Network. And have a blessed night. Sometimes we fall in love.
Yeah. 
held us down But now it looks like things are finally coming around I know we've got a long, long way to go And where we'll end up, I don't know But we won't let nothing hold us back We're putting ourselves together We're polishing up our act if you have been held down before I know you refuse to be held down anymore
over Tell me I'm a pie up in the sky Waiting for me when I die But between the day you're born and when you die You see they never seem to heal your cry And this show as the sun will shine I'm gonna get my share now, what's mine? And then the harder they come, the harder they fall, one and all. Wanna say now, wanna say now, the harder they come, the harder they fall, one and all. Yeah. 